אני מקשרת מי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבתוכנו. כל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש ממה שבארץ המה. ובבחן רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו רם נחמן ומקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן ופגה. נענח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותם תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. עכשיו בעזרת השם Today we're going to um, finish off lesson 37, Bezrat Hashem. We're starting at section 6. And this is why, as we saw earlier in section 5, um, the Rabbi Yehuda ben Beter has a warning to us. Um, the second one of that, we're now we're not going to go into it and explain to us according to what we just learned about Tzedakah, fasting, etc., etc. Um, how that verse, or how that warning that Rabbi Yehuda ben Metera is giving us is actually a reference to what we're studying. What did Rabbi Yehuda ben Metera say? Be careful of your veins. Wash your veins, like Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. Ki adamu anefesh. Why? Now Rabbi Yehuda is going to explain. For blood is associated with the soul. Blood is the soul. Ki adamu anefesh. It says in Dvarim, chapter 12, verse 23, Sheba bigilgul. Meaning what? The blood is the soul that comes in reincarnation. And, a per, and the, the slaughterer, the ritual slaughterer, the one who slaughters the animal, must have the intentions to elevate that soul that is present within the blood. For the blood of the animal is actually the soul of the animal that comes in reincarnation, etc. We also see that the main reason why there's a lack of livelihood that is constantly diminishing within these generations. The only reason why the Panasah is lacking in these generations is because of what? That the ritual slaughterers are not proper. They don't have these intentions. They are not upright people. And this is what it says in Pirkei Avot. There's no Torah, there's no flower. What is flower? It's a reference to Panasah, obviously. But now we're going to see. Torah, we see that the Torah is the aspect of the soul as we saw earlier in the, in the lesson. When there's no soul, when there's no Torah, there's no flower. Meaning what? The panasa is diminished. A person's livelihood is diminished. This is why the shochet's knife is called the ma'achelet. The one that devours. And he took this ma'achelet, this, this knife. For, he, for the shochet hagun, the proper slaughter, he ma'achil, he brings sustenance, he brings food, umfanes, and he sustains the Israel, the Israel, the Am Israel. For this proper slaughter, he encloses the soul of this animal within the human category. He elevates the soul to the human aspect. Meaning what? What's medaber, the human? Medaber comes from the word dibur, speech. Because what's the thing that separates a man from an animal? Speech. So what is he doing? He's actually elevating the soul of the animal that is present within the blood when the blood releases from the animal. When he slices the animal. That soul then elevates into the dibur, the speech of that blessing that he's blessing at the time when he's about to slaughter the animal. And the speech is the aspect of the divine presence. How do we know this? Like we saw earlier, Malchut is a reference to the mouth. Meaning what's Malchut? The Shechina is a reference to the mouth, which is speech. So we see here that the speech is the Shechina, that basically the soul of this animal is being elevated back to the Shechina, and this is an explanation of what it says in Yeshaya, God's sword is filled with blood. Meaning what? It says in the Zohar Kadosh, in the Pardes Kimonim of the Ramak, that the Shechina is called the sword of Hashem. So we see here that the Shechina of Hashem, 
God's sword um, is filled with blood, meaning what? That God's sword, which is the Shekhinah, is filled with blood. Why? For the blood of the animal, which is the soul of the animal, has been elevated up to the sword of Hashem, which is the Shekhinah. That's why it's filled with blood. That the Shekhinah is filled with blood for the blood of the animal, which is the soul of the animal, has been elevated through the proper Shulchet. The Ubchina Dibur, this represents... The Shekhinah also represents the aspect of speech. And what speech? It's an aspect of a double-edged sword. The expression of the mouth. As we say in Tehilim, Praising God with their throats. And a double-edged sword in their hands. Meaning what? The praising of God that we do with our mouths, our throats, is actually a double-edged sword. That the double-edged sword is a reference to speech. And with this soul, when this soul comes up to the aspect of the sword of Hashem, within speech, in the aspect of what we call female waters, this process that occurs, as we know according to the Zohar, then the Shekhinah is able to, to unify itself. Through these female waters that is, that is present within her at the time of this blessing and this slaughtering, as we see in the aspect of what it says in the Zohar, see what a child I've come with. Meaning, what did the Shekhinah tell HaKadosh Baruch Hu? The Shekhinah tells HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I'm fitting for zivug, I'm fitting for unification right now. Why? Because I brought a child. Meaning what? I brought this soul that this proper shochet has allowed me to elevate now. Uh, has, has, has brought up to me, basically. This is the Shekhinah's claim to Hashem. Vezen, this is what it says, The sword of Hashem is filled with blood. Meaning what? From the souls that ascend into the, into the Shekhinah. That's why it's filled with blood. It says, In the aspect of Mayan Nukvin. Sorry, in the aspect of female waters. And through this unification that happens, which is all occurring through the, the bracha, or through the properness of this Shochet. What happens? Then he, then we are able to receive, or the Shekhinah is able to receive, or we are able to receive through that zivug this parnasa. This We got our bread at the peril of our souls, at the danger of our souls, because of the sword of the desert. Meaning what? Meaning when the this ritual slaughter is not proper. He's not able to elevate his soul in the aspect of female waters. And when he stands with this knife to slaughter the animal, who he resembles a slaughterer of souls, a literal murderer. And his knife is in the aspect of what? The sword of the desert. And it's no longer the sword of Hashem. Which is the sword of the Medaber. Speech of the human category. Meaning it becomes the sword of the desert, not Midbar and Medaber are the plan of the words. And now there's pain to this animal, the soul of this animal, which screams in a very bitter voice. As we see in Shera Shirim, it says over there, when he spoke, my soul left when he spoke. My soul left when he spoke, it says, um, meaning what? The soul of the animal leaves when this dibur of the shochet is present. What does it mean? The soul of the an the soul of the animal went out in order 
to went to enter the speech of the blessing bichinat mayin in the aspect of mayin This is what the intention of the animal soul is. This animal soul leaves the the animal to enter the, the speech of the bracha of the shochet in the aspect of mayin nugvin. Whenever the soul of the animal leaves, what did it say? Bikashti velo matzativ, karati velo anani. I sought him, but I did not find him. Kerativ, I caught him, but he didn't answer me. Meaning what? Ki eno sham For he's not mentally there at the time of the blessing. And he thinks disqualified thoughts. Look what happens whenever we don't eat from a shochet who's proper. The soul of the animal doesn't leave in a proper manner. It doesn't ascend up to the shekhinah. Hashem yachem. And the soul, the, the slaughter is in the aspect of a He's in the aspect of a, a murderer. He resembles a murderer. This is what the animal soul then says whenever it can't find the dibur of the, the bracha of this, uh, this shochet. What did it say? It said in Shir Hashirim, I found the watchman who patrolled the city. They struck me. They bruised me. They stripped me of my mantle. Uh, meaning what? Meaning the advantage that existed to this soul, which was in the aspect of the animal, they also took this from me, even my previous advantage. My, my previous advantage. For now, the soul has no place to rest its feet. Rabbanu says, Woe unto this slaughterer. Woe unto the soul. That has killed this animal soul. And has basically handed her to the palm of her enemies. And the Shekhinah has no female waters to be able to draw food to her, to her household. And through this, With our soul. Or we brought bread at the pair of our souls. As we saw earlier. Meaning what? With great toiling and great bothering effort. This is why the Gemara Psachim says, Hard is it for a person to earn his Parnasa as it is for God to spit the sea. Meaning what? For the, sea, the Red Sea was split into 12 tunnels, as we see in Pirkei de Rabeliezer and Tikkun Ezra, according, why 12 splits? Why were the Yamsu split into 12 tunnels? Corresponding to the 12 inspections we do to the knife of the slaughterer. As is known in the Rosh, in Chulin, Perek Aleph Siman Chavdalet. The Rosh says over there um, that we do 12 inspections to the knife. Which is whenever the the knife and the slaughter of the the animal is not proper, then what happens? It's very difficult for a person to earn his panasa, as we saw above that through improper slaughters, it's very we diminish panasa. Hashem yachem, the panasa is diminished. Alba mischel. Vezeh shamru hachamenu tamacha. This is what it says in the Gemara Brachot. Shulchan domela mizbeach. That the shulchan is comparable to a mizbeach. To an altar, for the size that blemishes um, the the slaughtering knife of the shochet is the same measurement that blemishes the altar. As brought in the Gemara Chulin, gam al hashchita, 
when we say al hashkita um um this is one of the the nusachim of the bracha of the slaughter al hashkita when we say in that in the blessing which the slaughter says when he says al hashkita it's the numerical value of what gimatria taf lamed zayin 437. Anash Kita's numerical value 437, which is what? Take the verse. By the sweat of her brow, you shall eat bread. This is one of the curses of Adam Arishon that by the sweat of your brow, you shall eat bread. You have to toil for your, your panasa. Take the, the first letters of that phrase. You have Vav, Aleph, Taf and Lamed, you have what? Taf Lamed Zayin over there. If you take all those, the Vav, la, Aleph, the Vav of Uvzeyat, the Aleph of Apecha, the Taf of Tochal, and the Lamed of Lechem, you have Rashi Tevot Gimatria, Taf Lamed Zayin, Imadale Tevot. You have over there the, the, the acronym, which spells out numerically 437 as well. Imadale Tevot with the four with the four letters. Um Lirmoz Cheskona Panasa la de Shokatim Shenamagonim. To teach us what? The lack of panasa that occurs whenever ritual slaughters are not proper. Bezeperush, and this is an explanation of what it says in Tainim. Teref Natani Rav. Rations he gave to those who fear him. Ki teref yeshoshnemashmot. For the word teref, rations has two types of meanings. Leshon trefa. Either the language of trefa, which means it's like a corpse. It's like, um, it's not kasher. Taref. Kemuva bazoar sof mishpatim is brought in the zoar at the end of the parashat mishpatim. Urushon mazon also has the language of mazon, which is sustenance, rations. Lirmos, to teach us what? When Am Yisrael keep themselves from nevelot, trefot, trefot specifically, from that which is taref, through this, they have panasa. And this is an explanation of what it said in Gemara Shabbat. Mantzepach tzofim amru. Mantzepach was declared by the tzofim, the seers, those who were able to see. Mantzepach hu bechinat veridin, bechinat rayodin. Look how awesome this is. This is all Kabbalah. Mantzepach, the word mantzepach, which is the five letters of the the five um, letters which have a sofit, which have a different letter whenever you put it at the end of a word. For example, the mem sofit, nun sofit, tzadik sofit, pe sofit, chaf sofit. Those are the five letters which are all different when you put them at the end of a word. Man is the same aspect of veridin, veins. As we saw at the beginning of one of the three warnings of Rabbi Yudam and Betera. What Watch your veins. What is veridin, veins? Rayodin. Rayo, which is the gematria, resh, yud, vav. Numerical value of 216, which is the numerical value of gvura, strength, and din, judgment. Veridin is the play on the words, resh yudvav, din. Which means what? Gvura and din. Mantzepach represents din, gvura. Betzofim and the seers, elu nevim, these are the prophets, who sustain themselves, who wean off of the aspect of the chuvim, the, these kruvim, uh, which represent these, these young children who are... Pure, who are pure, which represents this, this breath that has no sin, which represents this air of Eretz Yisrael, that through the air of Eretz Yisrael, one receives 
the spirit of holiness. went to flee to Tarshisha. Why? In order to prevent himself from Ruach HaKodesh. And these tzofim, these seers, these prophets, meaning these people who are in the aspect of this breath that have no sin, they shine into the, the veins, into the 216, into the, the din, the gvura. They elevate the soul in the aspect of these female waters and they draw down Shefa. This is what these these uh, these people who have pure breath do. They're able to do what the, sh- the Shochet is able to do through the slaughtering, but they're able to do through the breath, which is the breath, breath of Eretz Yisrael, etc., etc., as we saw. This, shef- this Shefa, this abundance that they bring down is called in the name Omer. Why? Because at the beginning it's light. And afterwards it's created, it's made water. So you have the Aleph of Or, the Mem of Maim, and then afterwards it's Rakia. Resh. You have Aleph, Mem, and Resh, which is Omer. Rakia, which is the firmament. Whenever you rectify, or you sweeten, these these judgments of the mansepach, and when you make from this mansepach this name of adnut, because from the rayo take the the what do you call it? Um, the resh yud aleph from the letter aleph you can create. This, um, if you pick apart with the letters and the form of the letter Aleph, you can create this, um, these three letters, Resh, Yud, and Aleph. Look over there, you can see it. Um, you, you create this, uh, what do you call it? This, from the Aleph, you can create this Resh, Yud, and Vav. Sorry. This Resh, Yud, and Vav. Venase, Aleph, Dalet, and Nun, and Yud. And then what? You add an Aleph to the Deen. And then you create what? Aleph, Dalet, and Nun, and Yun, which is the sweetening um, of these judgments. And the name Aleph, Dalet, and Nun, and Yud represents speech, because why? Speech is a Shekhinah. And Aleph, Dalet, and Nun, and Yud is also a name for the Shekhinah. As we say, Hashem, open up my lips. We see that Aleph, Dalet, and Nun, and Yud represents the opening of the lips, which is speech. And from this, Hevel, this breath, which is Aleph, Dalet, and Nun, and Yud, then the Shefa comes out, and then this Shefa is divided according to each and every person, according to his aspect. And this is what it says in Tehilim. Adonai ten Omer, ha-mevaserot tzavarav. Hashem gives a declaration. Ha-mevaserot tzavarav. The heralds are a mighty host. What does that mean? Meaning to each and every person, according to his aspect, you see the Aleph, Dalet, and Nun, and Yud, Yiten, Omer. What's Omer? We said it earlier, it's the Shefa. The Shefa is in the name of Omer, meaning Aleph, Dalet, and Nun, and Yud, which is the name of the Shekhinah, whenever it has this Mayan Nukvin, gives over Omer, Shefa. Hashem Yiten, Omer. Meaning Hashem gives Shefa to each and every person according to his aspect. This is what the Chachamim say in Gemara Sanhedrin. Who, who devour my people 
as they would devour bread, they don't call upon upon my name, Hashem. Rav Amar, Rav said, Elwa Dayanim, these are these Dayanim, these men of judgment. Ushmuel Amar and Shmuel says, Elu Menamdeti Nokot, these are those people who teach these young children. Mar Amachada, Mar Amachada, one teacher says one thing, Rav says one thing, Shmuel says another thing, Velapligi, but they don't argue. Rav Amar Elwa Dayanin, Rabbin was going to teach us why they don't argue. Rav who said, these are those people who are Dayanin, Master of Judgment, Hanu Rayodin, meaning what? 216? And Gvura, which is the aspect of Gvura and Din. Who are not able to elevate the soul in the aspect of Mayanukvin. Um, that they don't create from this Rayo Din. Rayo, which is, then turns into an Aleph, because we saw from the letter Aleph you can create the letters Resh, Yud, and Vav. And if you add the Aleph, which from Rayo turns into an Aleph to Din, you have Aleph, Dalit, and Nun, and Yud. Which is Aleph, Dalit, Nun, and Yud, with the name of Hashem, the Shekhinah. Meaning those people, Rav is saying those people who are not able to turn the rayon to an Aleph and to, to create the name Aleph, Dalin, and Nun, and Yud. This is a hint to those slaughterers who are not proper, who damage judgments, who, dam, who are still in the aspect of Rayodin, which is Mansepach. The blood, which is the souls we saw, the souls are five letters. Are the five letters of Mansepach. Keneged Chamisha Damim, corresponding to the five bloods, Kayadua, as is known. In Etz Chaim Shach Chavhe Drush Bet, Klal Dalet, over there. Look over there, we see the Ari over there says that there's five bloods. Remez the Chamesh Bechinot Sheesh and Nefesh. This is hinting to the five aspects that exist in the soul. Kemosh Amrucha Chamenu, the Chamracha, the Chachamim Sein Barachot, Hane Chamisha Bachi Nafshi. About whom did David say? Five times, bless, oh my soul. Can I get me? Corresponding to who? As we see that the soul, bless my soul. There was five times that David Amalek said this. Corresponding to who? The Gemara says. So we see that the soul is five. There's five aspects of the soul. From this aspect of the Gemara mentions. And Shmuel says what? Elu Tinokot, these are those who teach the Tinokot. That what? Meaning what? They damage the heaven, the breath, which has no sin. Meaning when this speech and this breath of this Shochet is not proper, it's not in the aspect of this breath, which is pure of sin. It's not in the aspect of this air of Eretz Yisrael. Through this, what happens? It becomes a devourer of my nation. The Shochet becomes a devourer of Am Yisrael. Meaning what? He devours the Parnassah of Am Yisrael. He diminishes the Parnassah. Why? For when this slaughter is in the aspect of a breath that has no sin, he gives the soul to the Cherv Hashem, to the Shekhinah. It's the aspect of the Tzachar of Eretz Yisrael. He is the aspect of the soul. It's, he falls in the aspect of the Torah. Then also this soul, which ascends from the aspect of animal to the Medaber Shelo, to his speech, this soul also ascends in the aspect of the above-mentioned virtues as we talked about. And this is an explanation. It's the third one that Rabbi Uda warned us about. 
be careful about the Amaaret, the children of the Amaaret, because they are known that the Fashot, the Nihpadot, the Shakot, the Tikla, that those noble souls, those honorable souls, which are oppressed under the scale, as is talked about in the Zohar, Biklipot Noga under the Klipa Noga, or Klipot Noga, and the Klipa Noga wants that it entrenches the soul, then this this Klipat Noga plants this soul within the drop of seed during the unification of those people of the Amaret. When two people from the Amaret unify with each other, then the Klipat Noga draws this honorable, this noble soul within their drop of seed during that time of relation. In order that it fouls this soul more. Even more. That we find that the souls of the Amaret, that the children of the Amaret are actually very precious souls. It's just that they are like birds trapped and caught in a trap. From where do we know the beauty and their splendorous beauty? However, it's through their Torah. When we see that they are Tamidei Chachamim, it is known that they are a Nefesh Shekara, very precious soul. When these Ame Aret, um, um, are like they are Tamidei Chachamim, they know Shas, Poskim, etc., know that they are a very precious soul. And all the Torah that these Amei Aretz reveal, who are called Gilul Le'ashochet. This is all a revelation for the ritual slaughterer. For the soul is the aspect of the Torah. And this Torah, which these children of the Amei Aretz, these ignorant people, uh, reveal, this is the aspect of the soul, of the sparks. And these sparks ascend up to the Shekhinah, the aspect of female waters. As we saw in the Zohar earlier, um, I forgot what it said earlier in the Zohar. Um, I think it's see what a child I have um, I've come with, as the Shekhinah tells Hakadosh Baruch Hu. See what a child have come with, meaning when the souls the Nitzotot are brought up to the Shekhinah through the the Torah that the Ame Aaret reveal. And this is why we need to honor the Ame Aaret. That through the honor we give the Ame Aaret, through the honor we give them the Torah is even revealed more from its depth. Hanu Hanefesh, meaning what, what, what is revealed more from its depth? The depth, the soul, the soul is elevated more. For the root of everything is honor. As we saw that Hashem created everything for His honor. And the soul constantly yearns to encompass itself within its source, which is what honor. Be careful with the children of the Amaret. To honor them. In order that you shall yearn for the Torah, which is the soul, to encompass itself within its source, which is honor, and through this, from them the Torah will go out, and this is an explanation of what it says, 
Enteinim dir Shu Hashem, seek out Hashem, aladeh ezeh chokmah tu chalit roshoto. Rabbeinu asks, through which wisdom can you seek him out? Hadar mefaresh, this is why the verse goes on to say, ve'uzo, seek out Hashem and his strength, what is his might? Hanu aladeh ha-Torah, which meaning, seek out Hashem through the Torah, ve'lo aladeh chokmah tachim, and not through other wisdom, shehem sikhlu dechoshak neged chokmah ta-Torah, which is compared to foolishness and darkness, compared to the wisdom of the Torah. Through what will you merit the wisdom of the Torah? Bakshuf and Aftami. It said in the verse, seek out his countenance constantly. Through the tzaka of Eret Israel, as brought the midrash, in Bakashat Panim Eret Tzaka. There's nothing like seeking present, seeking present. There's no seeking presence except by means of tzaka. The tzaka allows one to seek the countenance of Hashem. That righteousness walks before him, meaning tzedek reveals the panav, the panav his panav, his his face. Tzedek means tzaka. The end tamid al aret yisrael when it says end bakashat panim el tzaka, meaning what does it mean? Bakshuf anaf tamid. Sorry, see God's face constantly. What's tamid? El end tamid. The end tamid al aret yisrael as brought in the midrash shachar tov teilim kuf he. And look at the reshit chokma shachar tshuva over there in chapter six in shachar tshuva. It says over there that Tamid is a reference to Eretz Yisrael when it says Tamid. So, Bakshuf Anaf, seek out his face constantly. Meaning what? How do you seek out his face? Which is Tzlaka. Through Tzlaka, you're able to seek out um, the air of Eretz Yisrael. It says, Tamid Hashem How do we know that Tamid is a reference to constant? Or always is a reference to Eretz Yisrael? And it says, constantly seek Tamid Enei Hashem the eyes of God are constantly upon the land. The eyes of Hashem are constantly on the land of Eretz Israel. That is the end of the lesson, Baruch Hashem. See this amazing, amazing lesson. Bezat Hashem, may we merit to apply it, and God willing to go from lesson to lesson. Applying the words of Rabbeinu. Bezat Hashem.